All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So, for today's topic, I want to talk about the worst Thanksgiving ever. And you're like, wait, what? What are you talking about, Wayne? Like, get in the holiday spirit, have happiness. Have joy, like we're all about to get together and, and, and eat on all this good food, this soul food, these plates, these desserts, you know, big mama, little mama, all the mamas, you know, or or if pops, if dad has skills and he's the one on the turkey or he's traditionally done something, you know, or your dad or your cousin or your uncle, you know, whoever's house you go over, you know, if you've got those men and women with those skills, you're like, why are you messing this up for me, Wayne? <laughs> or maybe you want to hear this, right? Because you had one of those worst Thanksgivings ever, right? Now, this is this is more of a it's more of an open arms call to recognize what we're doing wrong. Versus me just telling you how to have the worst Thanksgiving ever or what the worst Thanksgiving ever is, right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hit this point two times in the beginning and the end. Like what really happens, you know, when we make it all about us, like all about us. As opposed to what you enjoy and what you love about Thanksgiving, right? So let's just be real, okay? If you're vegan and you've been vegan for a while or vegetarian, whichever you are, you've, you've now navigated into a path, especially with coronavirus and all these mandates and all this. Now, you you should have a crew. You should have people that you can eat really well with and eat really good with, and you've probably developed a new tradition, right? So that you all can be together in like-mindedness and eat good and feel good and and have, you know, a good time, you know, that, that fellowship, right? Which is kind of my point in all this. The thing that makes it so good is what we're willing to do to get together, Okay, get together. That's the main theme of this whole thing. What's the worst Thanksgiving ever? When you find every way to not get together, right? Or or you put things in between you and what gets everybody together, right? So you can take this as a personal thing, like, wow, where, when have I done this? Have I done this? Am I guilty of this? And the answer should be yes for everybody. In some way, everybody's guilty. But so so let's keep going. So you've got these amazing foods, right? Now, now let's just put it in a perfect world. You're going where you want to go. You're eating what you want to eat. You're seeing who you want to see. You're laughing when you want to laugh. Crying when you need to cry. You know, you've got that mental headspace, that that royal altar that you keep in your mind for all those people that are gone. You know, all those people that you would love to have with you today. You know what I mean? Like if this is your first time 
having a Thanksgiving without your mom or your dad or, you know, that uncle, that aunt, that cousin. And they were the one that prepared the, the cranberry sauce or they were the one that did the turkey or they were the one that made the food or they were the one that had the candied yams. Right. Like my sister, <laughs> she's vegan. She makes a delicious, amazing candied yams. Right. So. It, it's hard if this is that first time when you're not with them, but let's just end it for a perfect world. Perfect scenario. You're seeing everybody you want to see. You're having a good time with everybody that you want to have a good time with. You're laughing. You got your cousins, your friends, your family, your mom, your dad, your sisters, your brothers, everybody. You know what I mean? And if you're adopted and you absolutely love your family and you're with your adopted family, like much respect, much love to you. You know, if, if you've been adopted by a whole family for the holidays because yours isn't around, you know, they know your family or, you know, something odd has happened, something weird has happened. Um, bottom line is you're with your family and you're in that that in that physical realm, that physical space, that headspace where you're having a great and wonderful time, right? The food is good. The people are good. You're laughing. You're joking, watching movies. You know, you got wrestling on, you got TNT, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing as far as memories, nothing could be better. It's, it's literally heaven on earth, right? Well, wouldn't you want that every year? And, and and shouldn't we have this as much as possible? And, and if anything, I'm not telling everybody what you should do every day, every weekend, and every week. I'm not telling you what you have to do, but we should have a little bit of that Thanksgiving heart, that Thanksgiving spirit in us every day. Now, I mean, it might be too much. I'm not, I'm not saying like you got to have people over your house every day, every weekend, every week. I'm not saying that. But how awesome, how wonderful of a place is it where we have that mindset, where it's not really about Buffalo Wild Wings and fantasy football or, you know, trying to go to the strip club, which is a whole nother podcast. Like instead of trying to go places to be accepted, what if you already had a place to go because they want you, right? We should all aspire to create those places. Because the more time we spend thinking somebody's got to do it for you, somebody's got to do it for you, somebody's got to do it for you, that is when the foundation starts to crack and foundation starts to break down. When people start thinking of just receiving, okay, <laughs> receiving the pleasure and not, hey, what can I bring? You know, what can I bring? I've been thinking about this, I've been thinking about that. What can I bring? When you start thinking, <clears throat> when you start thinking that it's all for you to be consumed and not everybody else, that's where that 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 mindset of the worst Thanksgiving ever starts to brew a little bit. Right. Well, I don't like the way they make their turkey. I don't like I, I don't really like sitting next to him because he's always 
you know, <clears throat> I got I get drug tested at my job randomly. And, you know, my little cousin's always high. Like, I can't be sitting next to that. Like, just so judgmental. Why? Wash your clothes. <laughs> so when it's all about you, which it should be in the beginning, we're young, we're growing, we're aging, we're maturing. It should be all about you because you're the only person you have to manage, right? But as you get a little bit older, I mean, let, let's just be real. If the, the man or the woman that made that mac and cheese that you obsess over has a stroke, okay, and can't really get around the kitchen, can't really do things well, if you know the recipe or you know half of it, that's on you to work that recipe from at minimum, minimum September to, I want to say, Thanksgiving about time. Only reason why I know this, I'm in a cooking group with men and there's little tips and tidbits that guys spread around, guys share and there's certain things I didn't realize that I've been making and perfecting over time that are just easy, simple little things that go a long way with people. Like I know most people are looking at like the main course, but what I started to learn was it was the sides, right? <laughs> the sides are where you really throw uppercuts in the fight, right? Hey, hey, turkey, turkey is turkey. Turkey is the main thing. Like it, it is the main thing, right? Okay. It's the main thing. But, hey, let me tell you, right, <laughs> you got those sides, you got those sides, and it it really, it just fulfills, it fills up the table so much better, so much uh, uh, diverse, right? So, like I said, just keeping it real, that person that gets hurt, that gets injured, that has a stroke, that was always making that food, how pleasing how heartwarming do you think it will be for that person to sit down in their weariness, in their hurt, in their pain, and receive a plate of food with mac and cheese like theirs? It's not going to be as good as theirs. It's going to be different. Like theirs, and they feel that appreciation with, wow, all this time, you've really loved this stuff so much, and you loved me so much. That you knew how to make it. Because, I mean, hey, we're getting old. We're aging. You get to a certain point, you're hurt and you're down, right? <laughs> you can't even fake it. You just need, like, you need so much help and you, you can't even say anything because you are so beat down. So, if that item isn't even on the table anymore and the person that used to make it it's just sitting there looking all hurt, mad, depressed. Well, I was going to make the macaroni and cheese, but I just, you know, I'm not feeling too well. I have my stroke and not feeling too well. It, it does take a community mindset, like a hive mindset to want to chime in and say, you know what? I know Big Mama used to make this all the time. I know how to make it. It's not going to be exactly like hers, but look at her face when she eats it. Look at her face when she enjoys it. Look at her face when she realized that someone cared enough 
to keep that tradition going, right? Right? So to to a certain extent, you you should want it to be all about you so that one day you can pass on everything that you've loved and learned and enjoyed, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, like we lose people. Everybody's not going to be here, right? And that person that is constantly cooking, baking, making the food needs to have a successor, right? When that successor doesn't pass it on, it dies. All the all this cooking, all this food, all the we got what 10, 15, 20 people deep in the house eating on paper plates, eating on the couch, eating on the love seat. I mean, people are just fat and happy. Like I said, it's like heaven on earth. But if you don't set it up, like in the movie Soul Food, everybody was eating so good from Big Mama's plates. And Big Mama's food, everybody was eating so good, they forgot to sit and think. Um, what, uh, what, what in, what in the world would we do when she's not here anymore? When Big Pops isn't here anymore, I better start learning this. Like, do you cook at home? Like, quite, quite, do you cook at home? <laughs> And just throwing random stuff together that don't even look good is not cooking, okay? Just throwing random stuff together and saying you cooked, that is not cooking, okay? So, oh my God. There's a story. I'm going to trail off for just a second. I'm going to come right back. There's a story um, I learned when, when I was taking Kung Fu. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I, I love martial arts. I love Kung Fu. Capoeira being my favorite. Um, the fight dance the, uh, uh, from, you know, Brazil was passed down from slaves through dance so that their slave masters wouldn't know that um, they were practicing this um, amazing art. Um, it is blended into Brazilian culture, such a beautiful culture, an amazing culture. And there's a whole much, bunch more History, I could tell you on it, but that's not what this is about. This is about martial arts and how the all about me uh, mentality fits into Thanksgiving, right? So there was a Kung Fu master um, that had techniques that required no punches, right? (laughs) This was a 100% grappling martial art system of kung fu so instead of having to punch and kick and do all this stuff this kung fu master was 100 percent grappling he 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 had standing standing jujitsu standing um uh wrestling it was all locks and holds and and all these wonderful maneuvers to get into people's core and center line and wrap up their arms and legs and all this amazing stuff so, <laughs> oh boy, this, this this guy keeps traveling, constantly looking for a pupil. You're not good enough. Number one, not good enough. Number two, not good enough. Number three, not good enough. He gets all the way to number seven, uh, maybe not good enough. 
no one was good enough to 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 pass on that wonderful amazing martial arts system right and this is that turkey this is that cake this is that mac and cheese this is that food okay this is that recipe this kung fu master dies okay and that great, amazing martial arts that everybody marveled at and loved did not get passed on. So you would think if he was smart, he would have realized, man, one day I get hit by a bus and this system will not be passed on. And, and like for most people, you know, there's now kind of like an athletic portion added to most martial arts. So the people practicing it will be in shape so they won't just get beat up with all these recipes in their head for the martial arts. Like you do have to be in shape to finish a fight. Like you don't believe me? Go, go watch Bud Crawford in the, in his last fight with Sean Porter. Like he finished the fight as if it was the second round. Like I'm actually terrified. Um, so Sean Porter and Bud Crawford are terrifying. They're amazing fighters, amazing boxers. But with all that skill, all that ability to be ranked so high and be pay-per-view athletes and be on our TV. All that boxing skill means nothing if you don't have a way to transfer it from round to round to round to round. And that is the cardio. That is a succession plan. Right. So in all things, you need to have a succession plan. And nobody likes to talk about it, but you talk about your death benefit. You talk about your beneficiaries. You talk about, you know, life, health and, and, and disability and all that. Well, like nobody likes to talk about it. And the easiest answer is like usually cremation when somebody dies because you don't want to be a burden, you know, financially. So that's what I'm saying. This man traveled and fought and dueled and made such a big name for himself. Let's say it was like Mike Tyson, right? Say it was Mike Tyson or Evander Holyfield or Buster Douglas or. Um, you know, Tyson Fury or uh, Deontay Wilder, just undefeated. Let's say these guys were undefeated. And now that they're retired, they just start walking around talking about, you know, I'm going to train somebody to be just like me. I'm going to train somebody to be undefeated. I'm going to train somebody. I've got a training crew, a staff and blah, 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 and this, that and the other. And, you know, I'm the missing piece, right? I'm the missing link to make all this work. I've got amateur fighters that are like, you know, five and oh, I've got, you know, kids that are, you know, training with me right now that are, you know, outstar, you know, outstanding and stars in their own respective sports because I'm doing training and, and personal training. And then that person passes away and the whole gym shuts down. They're they're bankrupt. They can't keep it together, you know, that that missing hidden ingredient, right? That missing hidden ingredient was never passed on. So it's like it, it's sad to me that people will look up and be like, well, y'all, y'all today, now y'all don't understand this. Y'all don't understand that. Y'all will okay, well, I gotta turn it back on you and say, well, okay, well, where was the cardio? to understand the type of fight that we're in now because the, the 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 circumstances that we're in now as far as the economy as far as how things are as far as how things move and bend and break 
those circumstances aren't always the same, but we constantly expect everyone to think and be the same, which is fine. You want to win. If you want everybody to win, win. But understand that you need to plan accordingly, not knowing your surroundings or not being in tune to the changes is everything you need to fail. It's almost as if you don't want to plan, right? Now, this is this is actually where I'm going to come back and say this all about me message that ruins Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. It does have an advantage. The all about me mindset does have an advantage if you know how to isolate yourself, meditate, pray, or get balance for clarity, for mental clarity, right? This is where you take time away from TV. You take time away from uh, uh, social media. You take time away from even people and you get yourself together, right? This is where you really get yourself together so that when you go back out in public, when you go back out on social media and when you see people and talk to people again, now, you know, wow, something's changed. The weather isn't quite as warm as it was. I should probably button up, put on my coat, put on my jacket because the environment has changed. My mindset hasn't changed at all, but because of wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, I understand that my mindset doesn't have to change, but I do have to adapt to whatever this environment is. If a a barking, running dog is running up on me, my mindset doesn't have to change that I want to do X, Y, Z for the day, but the environment (laughs) has changed. So I might need to run from that dog or close that door real quick. I've got to be prepared to handle whatever it is that's going on in today. And sometimes that does mean planning for tomorrow. You don't want to be a mess when when you show up tomorrow. So the all about me mentality, yes, it is bad when all you want to do is grab a, a fork or a spoon and eat. But it's not bad if you know how to heal, if you know how to plan. And you know how to uh, uh, replenish yourself and come out as a more sufficient human being so that, you know, now, you know, I better start studying Big Mama. I better start studying Pops and studying these recipes because, you know, they're going to need me one day. And if you've ever had to walk an old lady across the street or, you know, walking an old man across the street, you, you already know what I'm saying. A lot of people think, oh, somebody else will do it. Okay, keep that up. Keep that same energy. Somebody else will do it. Then guess what happens to you? Now, karma, I think karma is a a funny uh, phrase because for a lot of people, it does apply. For others, it does not. But somebody else will do it is not the mindset that you want to have when you need help, right? One day, you might need to pass on these recipes. And because of your mindset, will people be around you or will they be running from you? Because of your mindset, will people think, man, I just can't wait to get around you. (laughs) I just can't wait to be around you again because I love your personality. I love your food. I love the time. I love this, that you're so giving, so kind, all this. Now, you do have to be careful. You don't want to give it all away. (laughs) You can't give away all your your, uh, bells and whistles, all your prizes, but 
what kind of mentality do you have and will people want to be around you? Second point um, is cancel culture, right? You're like, how in the world is cancel culture a part of Thanksgiving? Well, simply this cancel culture that, you know, Dave Chappelle, actually, he's in the heat right now um, for, you know, his 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 words on the trans community, um, which is hard because after I watched his stand up, I was sitting there thinking, man, like he's the only comedian talking about the trans community and he's showing love for his friend Daphne. And everything that he said in that stand up was completely trashed and dismissed when it builds a very wonderful and beautiful story. And his previous, I think maybe previous stand up. What I'm trying to say is if Dave Chappelle loves trans people and and finds a problem with society. Like for me, that's where cancel culture is is hitting the cancel button far too fast. It's almost exactly like the cultures that have held us down for so long that people are canceling. There has to be some type of reasoning in it, or as he said, with the Me Too and Times Up crowd, what you get is a variant. You you get a mutant version of what had been holding you down before, what had been damaging you before. And they come out in a way to drug you, to suppress you, to uh, uh, sedate you so that you will never have that ability again. Right. And that that's that's like my thing that that kind of scares me is everybody's so quick. To yell patriot or cancel culture that they don't really take the time to listen to what everyone's saying. They're so wrapped up in their own agenda that they act exactly like the person that they're pointing the finger at. Worst Thanksgiving ever. (laughs) So how are we going to sit at the table? I've got my Patriot belt on, my Patriot hat, my red cap, my flag waving at the back of the truck. And I'm sitting across from you and you've got on your cancel culture belt. Your rainbow belt, rainbow hat, purple waving flag. And we're just pointing at each other, arguing, spitting, spitting at each other. You know, uh, come on now. Now I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, and, and it's like really you should switch places every now and then and really understand each other's argument. Put on the rainbow shirt. Put on the 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 trans belter or whatever, you know, switch places with the person that you're arguing with this me, 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 me mentality. Worst Thanksgiving ever. You know, so. Switch places. Why are they saying that? Why are they really under? Why are they really saying that? Are they speaking from trauma or are they speaking from feelings? Right. Trauma is a whole different ballgame. Trauma is a whole different thing. And I think the funny thing about science and the agenda of science is it is systematically always fit the people that ask for it. Right. Once the science starts to promote or show the real truth, nobody knows what to do. They call it demonic and it's not demonic. It's just a report. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sky is blue. No, it isn't, Wayne. No, it isn't. The good Lord said that the heavens and I, I, I just said the sky is blue. <laughs> That's all I said was the sky is blue. Don't persecute me. Don't throw me off a bridge. I just said the sky was blue. Might have something to do with the water. I don't know. Flat earth. I don't know. Don't don't kill me. If I say the earth is flat, don't kill me. If I say the earth is round, like. Just chill. Do you know why I'm saying this? Have we had a, a chance to sit down and talk it through? Right. Turn off the camera. Turn off the YouTube, turn off the Instagram, the meta, turn all that off. Sit down and talk. Just have some coffee with me. Let's just talk. Because what you're going to get out of cancel culture, out of patriot culture, out of all these cultures is something that's so polarizing, something that's so strong that nobody gets to say anything, right? All because you just want to push buttons. Lastly, last but not least, um, I was, you know, just kind of sitting and uh, my wife put on some uh, Christmas music and immediately just took my mind back to all these memories. Right. You know, you, you take your mind back to just, you know, being broken alone. Um, th- those really happy moments, uh, those those kid holiday times those laughs, those moments. And who am I to take that away from somebody because they didn't pray the right way, right? Who am I to take that away from somebody? Because, you know, I don't, I'm just not with that. I don't like, I don't like, you know, the way they do this. I don't know, like the way they do that. You know, they're blue, they're red, they're patriot, they're black lives matter. They're, they're, you know, uh, 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 LGBTQ or, or they're too green for me. Oh, these vegans. I, you know, like, why do I have to pro- have a, have a problem with so much stuff when really all I want is the memory with you, right? All I want to do is have a good time. Can we just at least do that? Can we just sit down and have a good time together? And, and here's the problem. A lot of people have been so conditioned to keep these media agendas in the front of their mind, they don't even develop as people. You, we, we don't even talk about the good books we read anymore. And, and, and when we do talk about movies, it's, oh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 46%. Gave it a 50%. It's like, good. Let them be haters so we all can be lovers. Because they're wrong anyway. They probably go to the movies after they got punched in the stomach anyway. Like, I don't trust critics anyway. Like, they haven't been accurate for me ever. Ever. I'm not watching the movie to criticize and judge it. They are. I'm coming to this for entertainment. I don't come and order a, a plate of food from the my favorite Chinese restaurant. Huh. The sweet wasn't as sweet as this. The salty wasn't. So the rice was, you know, but this. Let me get out my checklist and the rice and the chicken. And I don't know if the egg roll was quite rolled the right way. You know, it like stop, stop. Listen to what you just said. You're looking at the critic score. What's the enjoyment score? What's my score? What did I like? Okay, I don't care about you. You get paid to criticize. 
I paid money to enjoy. We're not the same. Get off of me. So, yes. <laughs> Who am I to defraud and keep someone from having a good memory? Who am I to tell everybody that's about to walk into the house, hey, this turkey is trash. Like, what if I just don't have my taste buds because I have COVID? <laughs> you know, I'm making it all about me, right? So, yeah, you can have your agenda. You can have all your stuff. You're this and you're that. But why do you want to destroy the memory for everybody? Because, you're hey, they're here today, gone tomorrow. I, I was talking to my cousin one day and. He was just he was just getting on me hard. He was like, hey, you know, it just just tell your sister you love her because this could be the last day and you never know it. Just tell your sister, you know, that you love her and you care about her and and this and that, because losing a parent past 70 and 80 is pretty much expected. Right. It's losing people before 65, losing people before 50. That really scares us and terrifies us. That makes us feel like we were robbed of life. But when you're when you lose a sister or a brother in the same time, those years when you should be creating children, um, like I said, who am I to rob you of those memories? Right? You should be having good memories with them. What if I create an argument? What if I create a scenario? where nobody wants to come to Thanksgiving anymore, and then two people die, right? So now you get to blame me. Well, Wayne's punk ass was always yelling about the the turkey and the, the mac and cheese was too hot because he puts hot sauce in it and this, that, and the other. And then he went and started fights with, uh, you know, uh, Nene and, and Cousin Jimmy, and he's starting fights, and now nobody wants to come Thanksgiving. Then they died we shouldn't allow him to know more Thanksgivings. And they're like, well, if you don't allow him to Thanksgiving, don't allow me to Thanksgiving. And then everybody wants to fight, you know? Everybody wants to argue. Nobody wants to come to Thanksgiving. Worst Thanksgiving ever. And where does it all start? When you make it about you, right? What is the secession plan? One day, that little table with the little kids, that little Fisher Price table, that little cute little kids table. Oh, here you go, baby. I cut up, I cut up your chicken for you. I cut up your turkey for you. Here you go. Here you go, little one. Go ahead and eat. You hand that down to them, thinking, "Oh, they're so cute. They're so little. God, they're so adorable." They will be grown one day, cooking you your food because you might be too slow, too hurt to make your food. That's one thing about our generation. We still got a little bit of that macho-ness that they had in the greatest generation of baby boomers. We still got some of that. So some of us are hurt. <laughs> some of us are so hurt and so beat right now. And y'all, we won't go to the gym. We won't get out there and work out because we're, we're too depressed or too hurt. So while you're looking down at that little kid table, that's your future. Invest in that well. Beat up on them. You won't have nobody to talk to. Learn that in Kung Fu as well. First thing the Kung Fu master said is, while we're training and doing this material, don't beat up on your partner or you won't have nobody to train with and learn and use this material 
the next day. So you all, we, we've just got to get to a point where we understand no matter what your background is, you want to cancel everybody, go ahead, cancel everybody. But you ain't going to see nobody. Everybody knows how you feel. We know how you feel. Especially in my family. I know how you feel. Okay, you don't like this. You don't like that. Okay, great. So stay home. Okay, don't make it all about you and just destroy the whole dinner. Destroy the whole night. Like it, it just so immature, right? We can, as adults, we can be so top notch, so high, high, high level, but we can be so immature, right? But don't make it about you. Please don't make it about you. Uh, and if you do, make sure you're improving, upgrading. Level up, 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 level up. <laughs> all right, you all. Well, the memories die when it's all about you. Let's keep these memories alive. Let's keep all this love alive and just keep pushing. Um, I have constant reminders each day that we can't waste any time not knowing if people love us or not. We can't waste any time. Like, pass it. Share it. Let them know. Make them, make them, make them a little bit gushy. Oh, get off me. Love me too much. Love them too much so that this is your last day. Then they can say they love me enough. Right? All right, you all. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Um, and in the words of my grandfather, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you all. And I thank you so much. You have been so great to me, so good to me. And as we look to close this year, let's do it even better next year. I love you all. Hope you love me back. Love, like, and share these messages. I'll see you soon.